It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Learning to Die. And our scripture reference is taken from Genesis chapter 50, verses 22 through 26. As always, may the Lord add His blessing to the reading and hearing of His holy word. In 1778, John Wesley first published a magazine. The Armenian stopped publication in 1969. That's a pretty good stretch. If you started a magazine about faith, what kind of topics would you discuss? I'll cut to the chase and tell you, if you don't already know, one of the things Wesley included in his magazines were death scenes. These were accounts of the final moments of life here on earth of Methodist Christians. That may sound like a strange topic to some of us. We might never think to include that in a magazine. Most people I know aren't all that comfortable with death. We don't like talking about it. I've met many people who would rather skip the funeral and burials of the people they know. That's not because they don't want to pay their respects. It's because death makes them uncomfortable. The Wesley brothers took pride in their approach to death. Our people die well, was their comment. There is a book by that title I recommend to you. It contains upwards of 100 death scenes. How comfortable do you have to be with death to read about that many? To be at peace with death is to be at peace in life. Christ offers us peace. His peace endures. If you've already experienced that, you know many others have not. We trust Christ's peace also because Christ defeated death, the last enemy. So why would we fear it? A better recognition of death allows us to live more fully today. The psalmist prayed to God, teach us to count our days that we may gain a wise heart. When you discover how short life is, the wisdom of God leads you to see today differently. There's a line from a song I heard once. You may have heard it elsewhere. It goes like this. Everybody dies, but not everyone lives. How did those early Methodists die well? Because they lived well. They died with the same confidence and assurance they had in Christ before their death scene. In Genesis 50, Joseph died well. He knew he was about to die and he spoke to his brothers. And it could be his final request was just that, a request. He wanted his remains brought to the land that he, God, swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. I see it as a deep expression of Joseph's faith in God. He could not have anticipated what the Israelites would endure under a new Pharaoh's rule. He didn't know his people would be slaves to the house he served. He didn't know Moses or Aaron or Miriam, but he knew God. 
The Lord was faithful, and as Joseph prepared to die, he continued to trust in God's promise. He died like he lived. Death has a way to expose the emptiness of our lives. If we get to the end and realize we only breathed and never lived, of course regret and sadness can fill us. Again, Lord, teach us to count our days. We often say we are to give God glory. I agree that is a worthy, perhaps biblical desire. What if we understood the next level of that? You see, I can give God glory, but only in spurts. I can reserve glory for Sunday morning, for example. If, however, I live for God's glory, there is no break. That becomes the whole sum of my life. The glory of God fills my relationships, my attitudes, and all that I do. If I live for God's glory, and Lord help me to do just that, I can live well. And by the grace of God, I can die well, too. Stay blessed.